Hello, I'm Jenny and you're listening to Going Vegan. Welcome back to the Going Vegan show. I'm Anthony and today we're joined by Jenny to talk all things vegan transition and going vegan. Jenny's vegan journey began relatively recently compared to a lot of our guests, so a lot more contemporary feel to things, which I think a lot of you will find useful, especially if it's something you're going through at the moment. And my goodness, there was a surprise a couple minutes in, something I had no idea about with regards to Jenny's journey that certainly adds an interesting flavour to it. If you like the show, give us a like, give us a review, we'd really appreciate it. Right, sit back and enjoy my conversation with Jenny. Jenny, thank you so much for being here. We're, we're really lucky to have you on today to, to share your, your going vegan story with us. Do you mind starting things off by just telling us a little bit about maybe those first little signs that veganism might be of interest to you or something that made you want to learn a little bit more? How, how did things get started for you? So I was actually vegetarian. I've been vegetarian for over half my life. So if you think back to like, do you remember mad cow disease? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was about so, 10 when that happened. Yeah, I think I was like 14 or something. I think it was like 2001. And obviously, I was living with my parents, you know, I ate what they ate. And they then suddenly obviously mad cow disease started. And they decided that that was it, no red meat. And I was like, okay, cool. And I think fundamentally, that's where it started. So and funny enough, I actually am a farmer's daughter as well. Oh, wow. So my dad actually, yeah, my dad owns a farm. So people always say to me, like, really, like farmer's daughter, vegan. <laughs> but I feel like from that mad cow disease, and living on a farm, seeing it happen right in front of you, basically, mm. um, kind of got me, I don't know, asking my dad, especially these questions. So from then, that was it. No red meat, no white meat. So what was that? 2001. So vegetarian since then. And then vegan kind of came around. I, it was my sister that kind of like spoke to me about a few people that she used to follow on Instagram. One of them being Deliciously Ella. I don't know if you've heard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So started to kind of like follow her um, and I was like, I think I could do this. Obviously, I was vegetarian, didn't have the meat. So it was more like dairy cheese. And what I did, first of all, was I thought if I just do a couple of days a week as a vegan and then just see how I progress. And this was back in. So when was this? 2019, August of 2019. Yeah. And I started to do it and I started to love it. Mm. And within about two weeks, I was like, I'm just doing it full time. So I turned around to my husband. I was like, yeah, I'm going vegan. He's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, but from then, yeah, and that's it. And I've never looked back, honestly. What do you remember of that moment? You, you've described a time there where you, you've been trying trying to be vegan for a few days a week or kind of like getting mm. used to the idea. And then that, that mm. point where you decided, right, I'm going to go for this. I'm going to tell someone. I'm going to tell the, the significant person in my life. Do, do you remember yeah. how that felt? Like, what was that like for you? I think I was like, I don't know. I just excited about it. I just thought when I do, when I like want to do something, I go like wholeheartedly in, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, so, so it wasn't quite overnight, but almost, I'd say. And from then on, I found I was, I don't know, more like, because I didn't watch any of these documentaries or anything until I actually was vegan. Mm -hmm. And then I started to do my research more. 
And then it was that kind of thing that I was like, I'm definitely doing the right thing. Yeah. Environment, ethical, health. Yeah. So, um, and everyone really supported it, to be fair. And yeah, what's it, four and a half years later? <laughs> You're still here and not dying of protein deficiency. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah shock. Yeah. T- so I'm interested, to what extent do you feel like the environment that you had around you at the time of going vegan, how how helpful was that to, to going vegan in that you've mentioned earlier being being the daughter of a farmer mm. to, to many people that would that would be quite a significant obstacle to, yeah. to eliminating animal products from your from your life if we I mean if, if you want tell us about both of those times actually because I imagine they might be quite different to what extent was the environment that you're in helpful and naturally led to you making that transition in your life and to what extent was it an obstacle and and there were difficulties obviously going back to the whole farmer's daughter thing obviously seeing cow you know we it was like dairy and arable so you know cows would get picked up they get picked up on these trucks and you know piled high and you know and you start asking yourself questions and obviously I was still quite little Mm. um and something wasn't sitting well with me and as I got older, I suppose, I don't know, thought more about it and thought it's nothing. No, it's not right. You know, everyone deserves a life. Like, why is this happening kind of thing? You you spoke about um, people around you being very supportive when you when yeah. to, to become vegan. That's and I guess a lot of people don't have that, do they? But, but you you found that quite helpful, I'm, I'm guessing. Well, I suppose because obviously my parents initially were like, we're cutting out meat. Mm. Obviously that, you, you know, so they were already vegetarian obviously all my brothers and sisters then kind of like followed us so I feel like I the support network that I have immediate family were always kind of that way inclined yes they're not fully vegan now I am obviously but they're still vegetarian so I felt like I did have support you know people would question it oh you know you're a farmer's daughter like how but that's I find I find that's like backward in a way because I obviously see it firsthand do you know what I mean like so I feel like I had a lot of support and obviously my partner now fully supportive obviously my children they basically plant-based because I make plant-based they're not fully but yeah that's they 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 eat what I eat basically yeah yeah well that's that's a a big part of these things a lot of the time isn't it can I ask was there anything that you were afraid of at the start of that that journey towards veganism were there any things that made you think oh gosh how's this gonna go or how am I going to overcome this no not at all the only thing maybe was how am I going to live without giant chocolate buns (laughs) that's one I've not heard before now now you've mentioned it honestly that was the one thing I was like okay cheese is fine milk is fine but giant chocolate buttons so random so random but yeah but I feel like like four and a half years ago that there wasn't I don't think chocolate was as good Mm. and now it's like it's fine do you know what I mean I don't miss them anymore so yeah yeah the the progress has been quite exponential I think with a lot of these foods because it it feels to me like whenever you speak to somebody about their vegan journey regardless of when it happened they will say oh when I first went vegan the products weren't as good but now they're so Mm. much and that that is the case whether someone went vegan in 2003 
or oh, yeah. 2011 or t- 2019 or last week like everyone says oh yeah it didn't used to be very good but it's much better now <laughs> uh, what's what's your substitute for uh, giant chocolate buttons then what what gives you the the crack now well i love a, a lot of them to be honest so is it nomo oh yeah yeah um daisy and daisy and doms is it yeah yeah yeah, yeah from holland and barrett um yeah and actually believe it or not i used to hate dark chocolate as well before mm-hmm. i was vegan and my mother-in-law she always used to Christmas and it used to be dark chocolate and I'd be like why does she keep giving me dark chocolate but now I literally love it yeah tastes tastes can really change oh massively massively yeah now when I get out the cheese for my kids I'm like oh my god I can't even bear it yeah 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 it's mad yeah Are, are there any other things that have surprised you things that you perhaps never thought you would see yourself eating or or see yourself saying or doing oh yeah definitely like drinking pea milk I mean come on <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's like a game changer um no not really saying like a few things I thought like I'd never not that I was ever a fussy eater pre being vegan but I feel like yeah maybe a few things I'd be like oh I'm not sure about that but definitely taste buds have changed. Mm. And if I'm honest, to begin with, I was like, obviously like things like cheese and maybe the milk was slightly different and it does take you a time to kind of like, it, like the milk, for example, it took me ages to find one that I actually really was like, liked, if you know what I mean. Mm. I'm still a bit fussy with that now, to be fair. Yeah. But Oatly is my game changer. That's like, yeah, the best one. Yeah. Um, so it t- obviously, when I did go vegan, it was like a case of okay, right, I'm going vegan. Went to the supermarket. You get all this stuff, don't you? And you have to find stuff that you like. Like, do you know what I mean? The amount I spent on milk was just ridiculous. Yeah. But it's all about trial and error and trying what you think. Yeah. So, so can I ask then if, if we can just focus in on the milks and on the mm. plant milks? Because, like you say, there are so many of them, and there's such mm. a variety, isn't there? Even within, I think almond milk is the kind of biggest culprit for this. Like, there are mm. so many different types of almond milk, and they all taste completely different. And yeah. like you say, with trial and error, with with hindsight, that's that's fine because you can reflect back and go, oh, I, I remember all those horrible ones that I used to have. But actually, <laughs> on the day that you've spent your hard-earned money on yeah. on a type of plant milk that turns out to be really horrible, that can feel really crap, can't it? Like, how yeah. how did you deal with those um, those failures as well as the successes? <laughs> I mean, it was okay. I didn't get like down by or anything. Mm. I was like, right onto the next one I suppose um (laughs) I mean it's it's just it's I don't know it's hard to explain like yeah I never I never got like I never kind of like once I'd done it thought oh now I don't know if I could do this if you see what I mean yeah yeah it was yeah this is just what I'm doing and I know it will be weird to begin with and I might find things hard to begin with and that might taste funny or whatever but yeah I never kind of struggled I always knew that in the long run it would be better for me Hmm. you know all the things I touched on before environmental ethical you know health um yeah so that's that's quite far-sighted of you I think actually isn't it because generally speaking as human beings we're we're quite selfish and we're we're kind of hardwired to to look after Mm. ourselves really and if if we're suffering through something and we're we're buying a product that tastes horrible and we're feeling a bit crappy about it like that 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 can be quite difficult so do do you think having that that bigger picture has has to to reflect back on has has been quite important for your your oh yeah definitely Mm. yeah definitely that's interesting can can I ask Jenny I hope you don't mind me asking like have have you had other things in your life where 
you're doing something that is not the norm um because actually sort of coming out if you like and saying oh, i'm vegan um that m- most people in the world aren't and, and yeah. so you're a bit unusual is is this yeah. the kind of first thing that you've done like this or are there other things where you're like yeah i'm i'm jenny i'm a bit different because i'm dot 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 <laughs> well i've always been a bit different i've got to be honest <laughs> i've always been a bit like doing stuff and it's like really you want to do that you know mm change your hair color a million times you know that kind of thing um so if anyone was going to do it my dad would say it was going to be me yeah um but no I mean this is I suppose people say this is quite drastic isn't it do you know what I mean and you know you tell people they're vegan and they're like oh my god what what do you eat that's (laughs) like that that is like what they always say to me I'm like are you actually joking um but yeah no I um it's probably it's probably the most one I've done yeah craziest thing yeah. Do, do you think you kind of need a bit of resilience to that? Like uh, that, that that kind of, I don't know, those those societal norms, those pressures to, to kind of fit in and do what everyone else is doing. Actually, by being vegan, we're not doing that. And you're going to get a little bit of pressure or you're going to get a little bit of people going, oh, my God, that's a that's a bit weird. Like, do you think as a vegan, you need to be a bit resilient to those things? Could you do it if you? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. But I just think at the end of the day, it's like, you know, people think it's it's bizarre, but that's the decision that I've taken. Mm. You know, they've probably taken decision that they want to do and I don't answer them for it. Do you see what I yeah. mean? Um, you know, everyone has, you know, and I give my reasons to why I've done it and they probably don't normally listen, but yeah. that's fair enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can I ask what things have, have helped your transition to, to veganism the most? Like, would you say? Instagram. Right. To be fair. Nice. You, YouTube. So I would probably say social media mainly. Um, and how have they helped? I, so I followed a lot of like what I eat in a week, what I eat in a day, vegan on YouTube, which I know a lot of people, you know, don't like. But I just found it quite inspirational for me just to get ideas more than anything. Yeah, with the what I eat in the weeks, etc. And then Instagram, I just started to follow a load of vegan people. Obviously, like I said the, earlier, Deliciously Ella was one of them. So Vegan was another. And just following them kind of, yeah, just gave me inspiration of what I could cook or how I could be. So those two were definitely a massive part of the beginning. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's kind of been the the practical help, the ideas, the inspiration side of things. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Obviously like a lot I was vegetarian anyway, so it was kind of like the meat wasn't really a problem. It was just kind of like it was the dairy side of it more. Yeah. You know, baking without milk, without butter, that kind of thing. So knowing what to use if you know what I mean. Yeah. Do you feel like you've nailed it now? Nailed it. <laughs> Come on, give us some <laughs> give us some secrets. Give us some secrets. <laughs> no, to be fair, I I don't do a lot of it still off my I still follow a lot of people and follow what they do if you see what I mean like I still follow a recipe like I'm not good enough yet to wing it in the kitchen if you know what I mean yeah yeah. (laughs) especially when it comes to baking Mm. well I I think one of the difficulties with with vegan baking is there's not a heritage of it whereas with um savory food savory dishes a lot of cultures Mm. have got hundreds and hundreds of years of plant-based cooking behind them so like there's a lot of heritage there whereas people generally haven't been making traditional British style cakes without animal products for very long. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's harder to wing it because we don't instinctively know these things because we, we have no heritage of it. But yeah. Um, so I'm going to divulge something about myself here. Uh, since calling myself vegan, I have eaten lots of non-vegan foods, sometimes uh, accidentally. 
um, sometimes mm. because I have not felt prepared enough socially to say no to somebody or to tell my nan, okay. I'm sorry, nan, I'm not going to eat that thing that you've just cooked and, and accidentally <laughs> put some products in. There have been some times when it's just been a, oh, do you know what? In the early days, I would say, I just thought, oh, do you know what? That's got milk powder in it. Um, I I don't really think that's going to make much of a difference right here, right now. Like, screw it. Mm. I'm just going to eat it. Like, have you found it something that you've been able to or wanted to do absolutely to the letter 100% of the time? Yes, 100%. Fantastic. Yeah, I know. That day that I said, that's it. But then that's just my attitude anyway. Yeah. And that was it. I was like scanning the back of the ingredients of everything. <laughs> and I'm like, no, can't have that. <laughs> I was like taking my own packed lunch to my mum's or whatever. But I was just adamant. I just thought if this is what I'm going to do, mm. then I'm just going to wholeheartedly just throw myself into it. Yeah. Just do the best that I can. And maybe accidentally I might have eaten something. You know, you know so when you eat in a restaurant, you know, you order vegan, but then you haven't cooked it. So you're not 100%, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, but with everything that I've done or somebody has given me, I've always said, what's in it? <laughs> uh, no, I can't have it. Do you know what I yeah. mean? So... I've been quite hard on myself probably maybe some people would say too hard but yeah I just thought from that moment that I did it I just thought yeah I'm just going to do this and I'm going to do it properly if you see what I mean yeah why would some people say you're doing it too hard on yourself well because some people say just do it like it's like my sister she's she's more of a so she's vegan but she's more of a flexi vegan you know so if she was like out I don't know, she'd have an ice cream. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Whereas I'm like, no, she's like, just have an ice cream. And I'm like, no, I'm not doing it. And I feel like because I haven't had it for so long now, I almost don't want it now, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So, yeah. Can, can I ask, you can tell me to stop prying and stop asking annoying questions. <laughs> like, does it do something to you when you've got a sister who's saying that they're mostly or, or, or most of the time vegan, but then they're kind of having a moment where they're saying oh, I'm going to cheat on this does like does that make you feel something or is it just well like- well it's a little bit like if you're going to do it you might as well do it properly hun but <laughs> you know <laughs> if you don't want to then that's cool I would never preach like do you know what I mean yeah. I don't feel like I feel like I'm a vegan if people want to ask why I'll tell them why but I would never go to a non-vegan and preach that they should be vegan if you see what I mean so I feel like at the end of the day that's her decision that's fair enough and you know anything if you do if you do vegan three times a week that's still going to help amazingly do you know what I mean like it's not just about being full-hearted if you don't want to go all in like I did just a little bit makes a massive difference oh well I I think it's about the long term isn't it and because I think with the, a lot of lifestyle changes, some people will feel if they if they can't do it completely, mm. then they they'll just kind of jack it all in, which which would be yeah. a terrible shame. So actually, if if the if the one way that that someone kind of can do something in the long term is by occasionally having a slice of birthday cake or whatever, I'd, I'd, I'd yeah. much rather they do that for the rest of their lives than be completely vegan for two years and then it's too much and they go back to steaks and exactly. Yeah. 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 So you've been vegan for four years now, haven't you? Yeah, four and a half. Yeah. Can we zip back in time and and look at, at what it was like to, to transition to become vegetarian? Because I guess that's the first sort of significant diet lifestyle change that, that you went through. And if I'm understanding correctly, you went through it quite suddenly with other members of mm-hmm. your family too. 
Mm-hmm. What what was that like? Yeah. Um, well, I suppose I was obviously living at home, so it wasn't kind of like, you know, my parents were making the meals. It was, I don't know, I feel like I didn't miss it, if I'm honest. Do you know, I can't even remember what we used to have. I think we had corn a lot of the time mm-hmm. as the substitute. But we never, ever even, we never had lamb, really, yeah. or like veal or anything like that. We weren't like fully meaty even before we became vegetarian, all of us. Yeah. It's just things like, yeah, I mean, it's, I don't feel like it was ages ago now, 2001. I suppose my parents made everything. I guess I just ate what they made. That was just the way that we were brought up. Um, I don't ever feel like I was like gagging for a steak or anything. Like when they said, that's it, we're going vegetarian. Yeah. I suppose, I suppose because I was younger, you could just, I don't know, you just kind of get on with it maybe more. I don't know, it's hard to... Yeah, I, I think there's definitely an element of of children and sort of people in adolescence will question things less because they're a bit <laughs> mm-hmm. more used to life just sort of happening to them. And I suppose as I got older, you know, and doing more things, I just, I don't know, I'd, I'd just be like, no, I don't want to now. Do you see what I mean? Because yeah. I hadn't done it for so long. That was, I. it wasn't like that. Yeah, they pushed on me maybe initially, but I then made the decision myself when I was old enough. No, I now still don't want to, if you see what I mean. Yeah. Are there, are there differences within your family who, who went through that at the time in terms of where their paths are at now? Have, have, have they gone in a, in, in a different direction to, to yourself or have they reacted to it differently? So they... A lot of them still don't eat red meat, but do eat white meat. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously nothing to the extent that I've done. Um, so yeah, they're still, yeah, they're not hardcore meat eaters. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you kind of, you would attribute that back to um, being a farming family when mad cow disease happened. Yeah. And obviously it's not, it's not just down mad cow disease, I guess. It's just seeing, you know, you're brought up in this farm, you have these relationships with these animals do you know what I mean? Like, I, I remember I had I had chickens and I used to do the eggs and everything. And I was like, I want some pet chickens. And my dad was like, cool, go pick two. So pick two. And it was amazing. I used to take them for walks with a little string on their leg. And, you know, they were my little pets. And I used to eat their eggs at that point. And then one day I was like, where have they gone? Dad's like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, done the whole, oh, yeah. And I was like, I suppose because, I don't know, it's hard not to have these relationships with these animals when you live on a farm. And that's when you start to question, like, why? Like, why did you need to do that? Do you know what I mean? And some farmers are so hardcore and they're like, that's just life. They die for us to eat or whatever. And I don't know, with me, it didn't sit well. And I suppose yeah. that's initially where it all really starts. That's a, a, a really powerful story. Like, thank you for sharing <laughs> that with us. Like, gosh, I'm just ima- I'm just imagining that now. I know, Goodness like me. wake up and I'm like, what, nine? Where are they? Or oh, I rung their necks because they weren't like producing eggs yeah. anymore. And I'm like, what? Like, yeah, so... Yeah. Are you are you surprised that there aren't more people who have grown up on farms who end up becoming vegetarian? Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. But I feel like it's this stigma of like where you live on a farm, so it's like you 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 breed, you eat, like you you make this pig all fat, and you know we're gonna have it for dinner. And I'm like, what? Like how how is that even like? To me, that's just completely alien now. Do you know what I mean? I'm, mm. I'm at that point where it's like so far beyond that I just actually cannot even get over it now. Gosh, gosh, this is this is all really interesting, Jenny. Thank <laughs> you so much. So I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you like a bit of a hypothetical question now. So if let, let's just imagine 
that um, in 2019 you you hadn't decided to go vegan mm. then. Let's just say life just just carried on as normal. But instead, that that kind of feeling that you had then, you instead had now. So let's imagine that that happens to you now in early 2024. How would it be different for you? Do you think there would be any differences? Maybe slightly easier in a way of maybe there's more talk around it. Maybe there's more on social media, more in the supermarket to what there was four years ago, maybe mm-hmm. slightly. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like four years isn't too long. No, but but you've you've noticed in that time a sort of higher profile for veganism and Definitely. And more because I do I do feel like when I turned vegan, there wasn't as much maybe talk about it. But then I tend to think, was that just because I didn't follow the people that I follow now, if you know what I mean? Yeah. So so I'm not sure. But that's something you've said that is that has helped you, hasn't it? Sort of surrounding yourself with more vegan media, I Massive. Suppose. Yeah, massively. Social media has been a huge help, yeah. And still is to this day, yeah. Yeah. You've mentioned some, I feel like you've mentioned some YouTube accounts, but possibly, are, th- are there any other uh, Instagram you mentioned was particularly useful for you? Any particular accounts? Yeah, so we've got Deliciously Ella, who's yeah. like whole food, plant-based, so vegan. Julia Ayres, I think it is, she's YouTube. She does a lot of what I eat in a week. When I first started vegan, I used a lot of, you know, you get the fake meats and stuff. Mm. To try and transition, I was buying a lot of that. So like instead of a, you know, I don't know, you'd have a sausage or whatever. But now I feel like I have changed slightly to actually I try and eat as whole food plant-based as I can, as in not buying so much of the crap. As amazing as it is, like I love the fact that they have all these options and everything now. Yeah. It's incredible. And, you know, I do sometimes get it, but I do try to eat as much that I've made myself, if you see what I mean. Yeah. So I feel like that's quite a change from four and a half years ago. Yeah. Because I feel like you, there's like a vegan where you can be vegan and then you just buy all this like processed stuff. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Um, and that's great. But for me, I'm now trying to kind of like transition slightly now to completely whole food where I know what's in it, if you see what I mean. Do you, do you think if you were, let's say you're sharing a kitchen with somebody who was already cooking that way at the point at which you went vegan, do you think it was just a case of educating yourself and, and, and being able to do that? Or was there a case that these sort of fake meat products, if you like, helped ease that transition and you'd kind of always need to do it that way where you you always have to start off by making those those replacements before kind of changing to a more whole foods yeah well. I feel I, I feel like the replacements helped especially with things like cheese mm-hmm. um I don't now eat so much of the vegan cheese like I use nutritional yeast yeah do you see what I mean yeah. so it's kind of that change so initially it helped me yeah like having all this stuff that's available now and it was amazing. But now I feel like I don't tend to, or I try not to use it as much as I can. Yeah. 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 Just because I, I'm kind of like recently looking to more into like what's actually in your food and trying to just kind of really strip it back, if you see what I mean. Mm. Yeah. It's interesting, isn't so, it? Like the, the, the journey for veganism, like in a sense, it just starts when you go vegan because there's so mm. much more learning to do, isn't there? If you, if you want to, that it can completely open so many new doors. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because obviously I'm vegan now, was vegan four and a half years ago, but I would say I'm a slightly different vegan now, if you see what I mean, mm. because I'm not one that grabs for 
you know, the easy food that's, you know, vegan. I try and make as much as I can myself. Yeah, cool. So let's let's just talk some specifics in terms of like you've you've obviously mentioned social media accounts that have been really helpful. What in terms of um, products or brands or things like that, just like practical tips for somebody who's listening mm. now and they're just at the start of their vegan journey or they're considering it. Are there particular products or brands or services that you would say definitely go for that or the opposite? Definitely don't go for that. <laughs> definitely don't go for pea milk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know. Sorry, peace. Um, so like I try and shop cosmetics and things like that the body shop because mm-hmm. obviously so much of their stuff is vegan and obviously not again not tested on animals etc and yeah. uh, what's the other one faith in nature mm-hmm. so when i use cosmetics shampoo and stuff they're the two brands i always just use mm-hmm. Violife is amazing for cheese so if you do yeah if you do like a cheese obviously they've got so much stuff now the other thing as well i would say i know you didn't say it but it's documentaries mm-hmm. so I actually, initially when I turned vegan, I hadn't actually watched any documentaries mm. and it wasn't, I don't know, maybe a year in. And you know when like Cowspiracy came out mm. and Seaspiracy and I was like, right, babe, we've got to sit down and watch these documentaries. And it was those documentaries that were like, a, oh my God, I'm so doing the right thing. Do you see what I mean? Yes. Like, not that I, not that I ever thought that I wasn't, but it was that kind of sense of this is just the best thing that I can do. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So for me if you see what I mean. So, and actually, believe it or not, my partner wasn't actually vegetarian when I met him um, or even when we were married. And I was like, I'm not, I can't do this anymore. Like living with a, not that he was a massive meat eater, but he'd live, you know, like, I don't know, like a steak every now and again. I'd be like, literally like, I can't deal with this smell in the house. Um, So I was like, right, we're going to sit down and watch these documentaries. And he literally watched it and that's it. He's been vegetarian (gasps) ever since. No way. Yeah. So it's things like this that like, just change your, hold on a second. So what was it? Cowspiracy, Seaspiracy, What the Health. Yeah and game changers were huge for us yeah did you just have like a movie night where you just watch them all yeah. back to back <laughs> yeah. oh yeah i wish yeah binged them gosh gosh binged. i think i'd be a quivering wreck at the end of that <laughs> <laughs> just to finish off with then if you if you could go back to the start of your vegan journey or indeed your vegetarian journey, choose the point at which you want and and go about things at all differently. Uh, would you? Is there anything that you'd do differently? No, if I'm totally honest. I just feel like that day that I said is just been a massive turning point for me. And I don't regret it for a second. I don't feel like I could have done anything different. I just, I feel better in myself. I feel more energy my skin is like a hundred times better. So I feel like actually, if anything, it was the best thing I ever did. I know that sounds really cheesy and really corny. (laughs) So bad. (laughs) But it's true. Yeah. Do you wish you'd done it sooner? A hundred percent. Yeah. Do you think, do you think you could have done it sooner? Cause it's, it's easy to say that, but actually there are often things in our lives that, that make it difficult. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. I mean, I look back and I like, you know, when I follow these people and they're like, Oh, I've been eight years vegan. And I do always think, I wonder if I could have done that at that point. Like, um, I mean, I don't know. You don't know, do you, until you're kind of yeah. in that situation. Yeah. I feel like I could have, but still yeah, ahead of the curve. I don't though, know. Aren't you? Let's be honest. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> 
we can cut this out if you want to. I, th- I think it might be interesting for people to hear on your approach with your children with regards to it mm-hmm. in that different people take different different approaches with their children. Yeah, I've thought about this a lot, to be fair. And people always ask me as well how it mm. is with my children. I was tempted to bring them up on yeah. a plant-based diet, but I didn't. They basically eat, they mm. eat what I eat. Yeah, so I only ever cook yeah. plant-based. So if they had, I don't know, a macaroni cheese, they would have a macaroni cheese yeah. how I make it. But if they then yeah. wanted cheese, yeah. like real cheese, yeah. grated on it, yeah. then I will let them. I feel like it's a decision that it's hard when they're younger as well, because obviously they, you know, school environment, you know, they have things at school, you know, they go to these parties. It's just difficult to kind of Mm. manage, oh, actually, no, they're vegan. And so I just thought at their age, Mm. vegetarian is what we basically do. I would say they were like 80% plant-based, 20% not. Just for those times, do you know what I mean? I don't want them to feel restricted. If they're at a birthday party, a kid's birthday party, I don't want them to feel restricted. Oh, I can't have that because they understand the meat. The older one now asks questions all the time and she generally can't get it in her head that, and this isn't me. I told you I don't preach. Like I'm, I'm honest. So I say if they ask a question, yeah, somebody will kill a cow and eat it. And it's weird because they've made their own decision. She's like, I don't understand why someone mm. would eat a cow. And that's nothing yeah. down to me. That's just, do you know what I mean? I think children and animals is kind of, I don't know, they're like, you know, we love animals. We've got lots of pets. And I don't know, it just doesn't sit well with them, I suppose. Yeah. So vegetarian, but yeah, plant-based mainly at home. Yeah. And I feel like when they get older, it is completely their decision what they want to do. If they want to turn around and eat meat again, obviously I'll be slightly devo. <laughs> <laughs> I would be like cringing in my seat, like, are you sure? Um, yeah. But then that's a decision and they're old enough to make that decision. I think something that a lot of people will miss sometimes is actually there's the, there's the food that children are being fed, but there's also mm. the environment and the culture and the attitudes and the ethics that they are being brought up with and like I'm hearing from you that you don't want to indoctrinate them you don't want to preach to them but actually if you're modeling compassion with them Mm. which which it sounds like you are then actually that's going to lead them to to be the best versions of themselves and the nicest human beings that they can and and their actions will will more or less fall into line with that whether it's 100% vegan or or or, or whatever but like that's that's really important isn't it arguably more so than whether they're having a piece of birthday cake at their their friend's party or not exactly and they often ask, like, why are you? And I just give them an honest response. And so they kind of understand it now. But it's funny because my older, my eldest one, she was watching something the other day. And she was like, mommy, come in here. And um, it was like, I don't know, they're watching a cow getting milked for some reason, I don't know, on some sort of like farm kid program. Yeah. And she was like, this cow's getting milked. It's disgusting. And I was like, what are you on about? Like, that's because I don't think they realize Mm. You, know, you go into a supermarket and the milk's just there yeah you know they don't know how that milk comes from a cow if you see what I mean and she was like totally creeped out about it and I was like honey it's just 
that's how you milk a cow she's like oh my god it was disgusting and I was like okay <laughs> but then it's seeing things like that and eventually she will make her own decision on what she wants to do from that if you see what I mean yeah I'm really really grateful for the for the conversation we've had Jenny and, and for your time thank you so much you're welcome is, is there anything you'd like to say to anyone listening now who is starting their their vegan journey we're, we're hoping by calling the show going vegan that it will it will pop up on people's searches when they're looking for podcasts to support them with the start of their journey. What, what would you say to somebody who's in that position now? I'd say, obviously, don't go all in if you can't like I did. <laughs> but do what you can. Like I said earlier, it's not just, you know, if it's two, three days a week, anything helps. Mm. Um, and if it's a slow transition, great. Uh, but use like you say, like listen to these podcasts, find these YouTubers, because it does massively help. Like really does. Jenny, thank you very much. You're welcome. <laughs> Wow, what a really interesting conversation. Certainly didn't plan to be interviewing the vegan daughter of a farmer on the Going Vegan series, but hey, it happened and uh, learnt an awful lot more besides. So thank you ever so much to Jenny for her time and her thoughts there. If you're enjoying the Going Vegan show, you probably already know that we've already got five episodes that were released before this one, but we're also hoping to be releasing a similar number afterwards. So if you're listening in order fear not there's lots more of this to come so make sure you're checking the enough of the falafel feed if you do that you'll also see our other shows we do a vegan week show each monday which is a rundown discussion commentary on the week's vegan and animal rights news and then on thursdays we release vegan talk where a few of us pick one topic and discuss it in a lot more depth as ever if you enjoy the show do share it with others do send us a review just drop us a line it's always lovely to hear from people anyway thank you ever so much for listening and we will catch you the next time you click on the going vegan show bye for now